This is Comictating, the comic book review arm of the Nerdables family of podcasts. Let the nerds take over! Us? Huh? Welcome, comic book fans, to the latest episode of Comictating. As always, joined by my partner, Sebastian, here in the lovely back room of Earth 2 Comics Northridge, which is a sponsor for the Comictating podcast. Last week, we had a ton of books. This we week, did. we have not as many. It's actually a very small week, but we still have four books we want to talk about. Four debuts. Uh, most, well, I've got mostly uh, indie books. Yeah, we got Marvel, we got Vertigo, and then we've got two from Image. One of them, Skybound. Seventy-five percent indie. Yeah, well, I don't know. If Vertigo counts as indie because I still can't. I, I think I think they carry the indie spirit. Yeah, well, it definitely carries the indie spirit. Yes. So, so I will. I'll keep them in that category. So let's start in uh, the Marvel universe, Marvel Land, Marvelness. Uh, we have America number one. Miss America, Miss America, uh, Miss America Chavez, star of Young Avengers and Ultimates and A Force. She was an A Force host. Yeah. That's yeah. right. In the uh, the short lived A Force. Been given her own book. She falls into the category that, that Marvel's been, I don't want to use pushing as a bad word, but it's still pushing. Uh, a young woman of, of color, minority, uh, sexual orientation. Uh, along the lines of Riri Williams or Unstoppable Wasp, uh, someone else I'm thinking of as well, that all of a sudden has just totally escaped my mind. But these are the type of characters that Marvel um, does enjoy publishing. They seem to connect, connect with the young people. Yeah, they they they, they do make the attempts to connect to the young people. Yeah, she has a well. America has been pretty popular for a while. Uh, you know, young Avengers had that thing with the zygist of Young Avengers. With that, uh, when Kieran Gillen was writing it. The Kieran Gillen Young Avengers was actually really, really good. Oh, it's fantastic. You have Marvel Boy and Kate Bishop and um, Young Loki, uh, which was, you know, the kid Loki or whatever they wanted, right. to, wanted to call it. Teenage Loki as a big deal and a very involved story. And America was in there as well. And uh, Runaways before that also yeah. carried the tradition. But what I like about those two books in particular is they, uh, I, the only way I can describe it is they tend to stay away from, if any of you have watched 30 Rock out there, one of my most favorite scenes, which feels which feels applicable to a lot of, uh, to a lot of comics, or at least books or media that's trying to engage a younger audience, it's Steve Buscemi who has been sent to spy on Jack Donaghy's niece at school, so he's wearing a shirt in the ACDC font that says Music Band, and he's got a backwards cap holding a skateboard in a backpack, and he walks up to a group of kids saying, How do you do, fellow youths? And a lot of books fall into that trap. So it's one of those things that it, it, you have to navigate. You have to, You have to do your best to navigate through sort of those kinds of pitfalls of feeling like you're just trying a little too hard to use the vernacular of the young people i know young people don't use vernacular but i'm not young anymore so <laughs> neither of us are so maybe we shouldn't be reviewing this book uh, i always remember when um in the 90s when they did gen 13 uh yeah j scott campbell's book where it was so desperately attempting to sound hip and cool right you know, it was like it, it was like the when Bart Simpson started with Cowabunga and Eat My Shorts, like, oh, this is what the kids are saying. And then they just kept going as an ironic, like, this is not what the kids are saying. Right, right. We're going to keep going and make it into that the lends thing. to a bizarre charm of the early Gen 13 where it felt yeah. very much out of touch, but purposefully out yeah. of touch. Uh, which it wasn't. It wasn't. It, wasn't, it, wasn't it, on it purpose, was not intended. But yeah, it was that very way. tough. But when you go back and read it, it definitely yeah. feels that way. And more uh, now. Oh, who was the character? The 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 third woman character that they added to it that hadn't appeared beforehand and of course she turns out to be gay right and 
And I use the, of course, she turns out to be gay because it felt like they made her gay simply because, hey, the kids love the gays, the kids. right? So America is slated that way. Uh, we have um, Gabby Rivera doing the writing, Joe Quijones doing the, the art. Beautiful artwork in this book. Yeah, Joe Rivera and Paolo Rivera doing the inkers or inking. It is a, it is a very good looking book. And I oh, do like good. America as a character. And there are pieces in this and parts in this that I really like. On the whole, I'm not exactly sure if I really love this book. But I am also allowing for the fact that I'm not the audience for this book. Right, either. right. I felt uh, I felt very much the same way. That uh, not exactly the target audience, but uh, I will say the book had good structure. The character itself has a really, really good attitude going into it. There were some really, really interestingly funny moments. I, I enjoyed the end when she's kind of multiverse hopping. I thought that was kind of clever. Yeah, really, the college part is just the only part that took me out of it. Like, her relationship stuff was, was good. Where she, right. she starts this battle on this other planet as she saves these people is, is really good. Her time with the Ultimates. And then we get into her going to uh, Sotomayor University, which we both got a little bit of a chuckle at. Um, just which seems I don't really know. weird for an intergalactic, uh, like intergalactic university that uh, sort of. I mean that, that that's I guess that's one of these like I feel like you would name. Well, it she's after... supposed to be going to California. It, it's right. not even an intergalactic university, but it does have uh, like aliens and yeah, it's like in uh, Department of beings. intergalactic indigenous peoples, and yeah, it does have like yeah. a history of other planets and stuff like that. So I think maybe that, I don't know, maybe I checked out through that. But yeah, I like the ending. She goes back to World War II Germany, which was cool. And yeah, kind of popping around. And again, her character moments are really good. Uh, I just, the middle wasn't there, but it's gorgeous. Yeah, the, I really like it. It's, 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 in fact, know, that's got what, a lot of that kind of style for these kind of books. So. That's definitely what topped the book out for me, is the art, the way the pages are laid out, the color palette used, really, really nice. So we've got Nuts America number one. Uh, we're going to go to Savage Things number one. From Vertigo, it is, uh, is it Justin Jordan? It is Justin Jordan. I really liked this book. Uh, I think if you sort of enjoy the premise behind things like The Born Identity, you're going to like this. Pretty Deadly. Yes, and Pretty Deadly as well. Yeah, Pretty Pretty Deadly is the one that came to, fun, to, to mind for me. Uh, Justin Jordan doing the writing, Ibrahim Mustafa doing the illustrations, coloring by Jordan Boyd. It does have a, a, a Pretty Deadly type premise of an organization uh you know within the government the cia type organization the that in the shadows finds uh sociopaths when they're young right and says we're gonna have you go ahead and act out your desires rather than put you in jail rather than let you get to the point where you start doing bad stuff you're gonna do all those bad things but you're gonna do them for us right right and i, I thought that was a really intriguing premise there was yeah. a you know, an interesting moment where he's at sort of the school for all of these yeah. ungifted youngsters. and Well, gifted in different ways. Gifted in different ways. Alternatively gifted. Alternatively gifted. <laughs> and the uh, the interesting thing was, he's like, all right, there are 40 kids in this room. Uh, this door doesn't get unlocked until there's 20. Bye, kids. Yeah. And just sort of leaves it to your imagination for it, what happens It definitely next. fits into the savage part of, of savage things. Yeah, it's... Uh, there's some good bloodshed through here. Um, it's definitely, it's, I mean, it's messed up. It is uh, very messed up, but I actually really liked, uh, especially once you flash forward to the present, they sort of set up all of the goings on, yeah, the it does past, go, all the black ops stuff. Who, it goes back and forth between the, this past uh, yeah, who the of major them in the players. school and how they got started. 
and um, it is John Paul Leone. I was trying to figure out who did the cover. It's John Paul Leone, uh, and and currently where a born type thing where it looks like some of these subjects have decided to take their revenge on this group, the secret group. Um, it's it, it once you start putting the pieces together, going back and forth. It, I liked it a lot. Um, like I said, it, it's got the same kind of premises as Pretty Deadly. We're introduced to these characters. Um, it is tough to tell all the old white people apart. Um, well, especially because for some of the flashbacks, they tend to just use all gray and very, very light blue palettes for things. Yeah. But once you jump to the present, they tend to use a little bit more coloration to show yeah, off it looks all more the like characters. A modern... Then you get a sense of uh, who's there. Like you have... Uh, his teacher who's there but you see him as an old man much uh yeah you have like this the head of the school you, the yeah you meet the basically the headmaster if you want to call it that yeah you meet him as an older gentleman in the present and then you got to go back so it is important to pay attention to the names yes. and stuff like that but it's a really cool premise it's executed well um mustafa's got really nice art you know, oh yeah, again, yeah solid stuff it, it's not in a bad way, but it fits, you know, checks off all those boxes for a Vertigo book. You know, oh, yeah, it's yeah, got for sure. Solid art. It's got an interesting premise. It's got good dialogue, a good idea, um, and it executes it very well. There's enough mystery in the beginning to try and figure out what is going on. So I was immediately hooked with that, especially because you have sort of this, this sort of non sequitur scene where our main character is just he's just standing in front of a fire in the middle of an open field. And they sort of do that uh, that television zoom in where he sort of has, like, the fire's glow on his face. Like, okay, this is, you know, is he, like, an arsonist? And then you get to that next page he comes home and his parents are dead. It's like, all right, let's go, kid. Yeah, he mentions that you know, they, they click off all those boxes, you know, like arsonists and, and animal abusers. And, yeah. and, you know, basically people who lack any sort of empathy, um, you know, hallmark of a sociopath, so. Yeah, it was, good book. Yeah, very, very good. Especially if you like uh, the crime thriller genre, that yeah. espionage stuff. You're yeah, espionage stuff it. more so. I think than really crime thriller. Um, from one book that that you kind of had to go back and forth and figure out what's going on to another. Jeff Lemire's Royal City, Royal City number one from Image Comics. Jeff Lemire doing the writing and the the art. Thick book. <laughs> yes, I love the paper stock in this book. It's not even. Yeah. It's not even very long, but. It, it's a book that you very much have to pay attention to. Everything that's going on, who the characters are, and I think uh, before we got started, sort of in a little preamble, the ending is what finally made all the pieces yeah. come together. Get, get get to the end. Get to the end. Jeff Lemire, um, for me, and I've said this with Rick Remender, or, um, uh, oh my goodness, Jonathan Hickman. Yes, yeah. Writers who I trust them enough that I will go through the huh moments to get to figure out what it is. Right. They they are definitely presenting a story in which they're not giving you everything in the beginning. Once you get to the end, then you've got to start to work your way backwards and figure out where all these pieces fit in. Um, same thing here with with Lemire. Art style. I mean, nobody really does the way Lemire does. I mean, he does everything from start to finish, um, including the colors. Uh, the only thing he doesn't do is letter it. And he has a very particular color palette right. through the stuff that he's worked through, if you're familiar with his art. It's very washed out. It's not... Yeah, uh, it's watercolor yeah. Um It's not very rich. Not a lot of yeah, the, the primary colors being used. Uh, it, the faces definitely have... you know Some of them have a very washed out look. There's lots of grays in his faces. Yeah. Uh, lots they of also shadows. tend to be very gaunt, too. Yes. It's yeah, a, it's a long it's a, stringy style. I always call it sort of it's like a, a very stringy spooky style. art style. Very much, so, which is yes. why I really dug some of the stuff that he did for uh, Underwater Welder, 
which had that very surreal look to it. Yeah. So Royal City takes place in Royal City. We have basically a clan of people. And as you go through, it's hard to describe. I don't even know how to describe it. It's this almost book. a Detroit-esque town. That's an interesting way the, of talking the, about it. The way, at least, I interpreted the way the city is being presented. And you have uh, you have this father at the very beginning. You have his wife. Their relationship is strange. They're much, much older. And then it sort of moves into the story of all of their children and the town, how this used to be a town that used to be one of the highest production places for, uh, like, plumbing supplies yeah, and plumbing manufacture. Supplies. And, and it's down on its luck. Yeah. And there's, there's people trying to move it forward. We have... One of these characters coming back to the town. Yes, his daughter some... is trying to. Uh, his daughter's trying to build. Trying to, a yeah, resort. trying to do something good for the future. I mean, you don't want yeah, to. There's too so much, much that yeah, because there's so much. But it's definitely it's a family drama. Yeah, the son um, is a writer who our main character in the book is. He's he's a writer. He's going to visit his father, who we see at the very beginning, who's had a stroke. But it's also interesting because at the very beginning you get the clues to sort of the goings on yeah, of the story. Yeah, kind of figure out through this this family. Um, yeah, I, I don't even want to start with what the mystery or the the not exactly above board elements of it are, because it's part of the fun of figuring it out. It's kind of like um, right. Matt Kite's Revolver. Yeah, yeah. The same thing. You're going through Revolver going, wait, what the hell's going on? Yeah, who? Wait, what? What's yeah. the... Wait, let me then go back they stole a that pages. premise for that show on NBC with uh, uh, Draco's father. It lasted for like four... <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what the name of it I know, was. I know exactly. He would go to sleep and he'd wake up in this other, it, like reality. his son's alive in one reality yeah. and his son's dead in the other, and he's trying to use the alive reality to solve the murder yes. of the other one. A very interesting. I, I watched it, but it got canceled like within six six episodes or whatever. Um, but Lemire is one of these guys that he's he's a top tier creator. I think you'd have to say. I mean, Underwater Welder is beloved by so many people and won so many different critic awards and stuff yeah. like that. So. Uh, he's doing the AD book with Scott Snyder, which I haven't seen the third issue for. Which right, is right, which is really weird. I'd like to see that coming in. Yeah, at some point, we hopefully they'll finish that Yeah, up. they're both very prolific writers, and they're also very busy writers. Yeah, Lemire doesn't do artwork as super awesome, or super awesome, super... Um, it's not very fast. Frequent. There we yeah. go. I was like, he, was I t- he does a lot of writing. Yeah, he's got a lot of writing, but he's not. You know, he he's his art is, is few and far between. Oh, I will say, I, think, I, I wish he would have done Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing would have been interesting. I would have loved to have seen his Swamp Thing run in his art style. Yeah. Um, he doesn't waste his art on the Big Two. Come on. When was the last time he did art for the for the Big Two? That's very true. Um, but Lemire's one of those guys. I'd love him if just for his Green Arrow run in New 52, which I absolutely loved. Uh, but, of course, he's done a lot of other things that, that I really enjoy as well. And um, I really liked Royal. Uh, it, once I got to the end, I'll, I'll be honest, like halfway through, I'm going, What's I don't know if I like this. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like fairly straightforward-ish. I had trouble kind of keeping up with the characters and the names. And then you get to the end, you're like, okay. And then basically flipping through the book backwards, going, okay, okay now this makes sense. This right. part makes sense. This part makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I did so. the same thing because uh, because there are... Uh, eventually, you'll get to a point where there are so many characters presented in the book, and they're all seeing things and from a slightly different perspective. Yeah. That... It's one of those things, and once you get to the very end, I had to do the same thing, where I had to flip pages back and go, okay, I know who this person is seeing, I know who this person, what they're doing. Uh, no, very, very, very yeah, none of them book. are very nice to each other, which no, kind of sucks. No, and they're not. Very strained uh, relationships between the family. Yeah, well, that's, it's, it's a family drama. You yeah. Know, the broken family, the, 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 the nuclear explosion family. The, the broken American dreams. Broken American dreams. Uh, let's get to our last book from... Skybound image. Uh, Skybound, of course, is Robert Kirkman's imprint. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson's Extremity. 
Uh, he wrote it, drew it. Mike Spicer does the coloring. Russ Wooten doing the lettering. Sean Mankiewicz is the editor. Um, didn't really know what to expect from this book. I hadn't seen really much about it, but in terms of it being a number one, it's kind of like, I'm glad this was a slower week because I may not have pulled this if right. it was like last this week. This was not on my radar at all. And read through it, really and good. I love this. This is really, really good. It's got, I love the art in it. This is kind of art I really like. It's very, um, it's busy, but it's detailed. It's really tight. Uh, we're in a, you know, other world, but, you know, kind of yeah, not close in, to in ours. An Earth-like planet. Yeah, but there's like floating, you know, rocks and stuff. There's, there's airships that got cannons, but almost everybody's using edged weapons. There's an attack on this city. Um, they're invaded. Yeah, they're invaded, and our, our main character, you know, on the first page, you realize that she's an artist, and then these invading characters kill her mother and cut off her hand. And the rest of it is her and this clan of people trying to get back at this, whatever the structure is. What Who do they get invaded by? The Pana... Paznina. Yeah. Yeah, P-A-Z-N-I-N-A. Um, Leader's got these cool goat horns and stuff. I like... I mean, right, and even his... It sucks what they do. He's got this contraption It's like a bear arm. trap. Yeah, it's like a bear trap, but it uses uh, real jaws, like bone jaws. and From you know, some press, alien yeah, creature. Just, yeah. Cuts it, cuts her hand off. But again, like, the, the invasion you see is, is really really tight you got this big tower you've got cannons all over the place yeah. this airship firing invading armies and you're seeing this family running away and then we move to kind of the present as this plan concocts as they right. come after the this citadel and her brother and they're yeah. all living in this underground and they're getting ready to to have yeah their, they're in their the strike sky back. ship yeah and then there's a dude with cheese in his eye yeah we have that one if he cheese and I, you, you'll, it's, you'll it's, know when you see it. yeah it's, really it's, weird. it's um it's super bloody there's a lot of uh, Jeff Darrow look to it. I mean, no, yeah, nobody you know, nobody draws like Jeff Darrow, but this is like I'm doing like half Darrow. Now that you, know? you mention it, I I couldn't put my finger on why this art I found so enjoyable. But yeah, we'll I have to Jeff see Darrow. that. Uh, it's very close to to Shaolin Cowboy. Yeah, Shaolin, because I saw Shaolin Cowboy in the solicits today, I was like, oh, okay, this very this looks very much like you know again not nobody does Jeff Darrow except Jeff Darrow, but. Uh, maybe inspired somebody by he inspired him. by is a good way to see it. He just slices right through that. Yeah, dude. no, he just, Yeah, there's there's a, if you if you like action, if you like gore, yeah. and if you like a really heartfelt story because it is about the sister and her brother and they're the top tier in this resistance movement. Yeah, their father is a is the what, what do they keep calling the Abba, him? The, Abba the clan the father. Yeah. yeah, like the leader of the clan. Yeah, and what have you. So, um, and it's got a map. We always love maps. Yeah, they tell you exactly the map where everything is, kind of cool. especially so with fantasy like... realms. You need you need these. Yeah, and then I guess the, the ground itself is called the Ancient Dark. Yeah, uh, The Circle of Morta, Devil's Bowl, the Mountain Essence, the Seeing Eye. I will say, uh, the one thing that I, I think, the one of the, the most fun things that ties together people who love to create in fantasy realms is they always put a map. Oh yeah, you gotta have books. a map. Gotta have a map. You have to have a map. That's how you tell people where everything is. Exactly. You gotta have a map. No. Nope. How many people? How many people for for oh, as much as they love either the books or the movies of Lord of the Rings, the only thing they have in their wall that is represents the anything is the map. It's the Middle Earth. You map. gotta have the map even, of Middle even Earth. Game of Thrones. They have the yep. Westeros and Easteros. Yeah. Fantasy creators always throw maps in. Please never stop this tradition. We love whoever, maps. whoever started this, don't stop. That's the, the, the ghost except of, for I've always wanted the the fellowship poster with the um, with the guardians, the stone guardians. Yeah, yeah. The, the one of the release posters. Oh, it's so beautiful with just the little the little boats with the little boats. Yeah, and they're but just the only other thing there. I've ever wanted is a really really good Middle Earth map. 
Like that just looks so cool. I'm sure somebody, maybe somebody on Etsy has the Jurassic have... Park map. That yeah, I yeah. Bought off of Etsy. Yeah. Um, that one's beautiful. The, the guy that did it off the uh, off the book, the book map that yeah. was inside. I mean, even Michael Crichton's both that and yeah. and Lost World. Boom, both maps, maps inside of it. Yes, so good. Uh, so fact, yes, everyone, extremity maps. Even if your book doesn't really deal with the place they're in, maps. Yeah, just do a map. Just just you just do a map. Settle anything some things else. for yeah. us. Uh, this 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 takes right in the middle of takes place right in the middle of Heartland of America. But I'm going to give you a map of some planet. <laughs> You know, DMZ <laughs> did the same thing with yeah. the with the New York City. Well, yeah, you need something. You need that. Uh, uh, no Man's Land. Yeah, they for, also did for Batman too. was I think the first time I remember seeing it, and one of the first times that they put a map, map of, of Gotham, Gotham City. City out. Yeah, so they put it, and it's like, oh, Gotham City is an island. Yeah, like you Manhattan. Know that. Yeah, it was just like, well, they kind of needed it for the story. Like, like how Chicago. Did, right? How do we? How do we? How do we? How do we cut this up? Oh, that's it. We'll make it an island. Make it an a bunch island. Of bridges. All the bridges and then they the island. Oh, I'm going to take all your bridges from you. Right in the middle of the game. Oh, okay, Sean Connery. Look, if I want to be Sean Connery, I can be Sean Connery. Uh, so yeah, Extremity really came out of nowhere. and was a book that we both really, really liked. The art style's fantastic. Again, it's the art style I really like. I like this type yeah. of, of art, especially for this type of book. Um, I don't know what... What, what did Daryl Warren Johnson say before? I haven't seen any of his stuff before, but he's got a uh, an afterword here. What was the book that he did? Space Mullet. <laughs> that also sounds very familiar, but something that I yeah that now I want to go find space. Yeah, mullet. I gotta go find space mullet. Yeah. Uh, so yes, extremity definitely the pick. We loved Royal City. Uh, Sebastian really loved Savage Things. I liked it. In America, uh, we we understand that it it's executed well. We're just not the target market we liked, for it. We like two thirds of it. We like the beginning. We like the end. The middle was it was a little bit not for us, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be a quick week because we only had the four. I think we got through them very quickly. So, uh, that's going to do it. I'm just going to close it off. So for my partner, Sebastian, this is Chris saying we'll talk to you next week.